Hey everyone, it's Steph. Thank you for tuning in to episode five of Anxious Dog Mom. I just wanted to take a quick minute of your time and wish you happy Mental Health Awareness Month. It is May. This is my first episode of the month, and I just wanted to make sure you guys got a little shout out. Um, I am proud of you for all the work you have been doing in your lives, and I just want to sincerely thank you for making me a part of your mental health journey in any way that I have been. I am truly, truly honored, and I love you guys so much. Bonus positive thought before the episode gets going, therapy is cool. I'll be in therapy. I'll be taking advantage of Mental Health Awareness Month, and I encourage you guys to do so too. So thank you for tuning in, and welcome to episode five. Hey, dog moms, dog dads, and paw rents of all kinds. I'm Steph, and this is the Anxious Dog Mom Podcast. Hey, lovely listeners. So... This topic wasn't one I was originally going to do next for a solo episode, but there was just something in my body telling me it was time to talk about it and put it out there in the world. So here it is. We are going to talk about gaslighting today Um, without going into too much detail. I have been manipulated in my life by a gaslighter for a very long time. I will admit my personal opinion is that the person gaslighting me was not, at least in a majority, doing it intentionally. So I'm trying to accept that and realize what it is and go from there. But this term I feel like is not one that's really been heard before or generally not understood and not known about. But, and well, that also applied to me. Like I wasn't aware of the term gaslighting and learning it was life-changing and so extremely helpful. And I'm so glad I learned it. Uh, Just for the record, all of my info about gaslighting today came from the website. It might be even a magazine. I'm not sure, but medical news today. So anything that's more educational and fact-based and stuff like that came from that website. So if you want to read it, it was super helpful. Uh, Again, medical news today. So according to this website, their wording is, gaslighting is a form of psychological abuse where a person or group makes someone question their sanity, perception of reality, or their memories. People experiencing gaslighting often feel confused, anxious, and unable to trust themselves. So that's a lot. I will acknowledge that. Excuse me, guys. I'm sorry. Um, But it's it's pretty accurate. And in my opinion, it's super accurate, at least for me, the way I was experiencing gaslighting, it very much applied. So maybe think about it a little bit. See if that's something you have felt in regards to the way someone was uh, being to you in your life. Um, So... Quick history lesson, 10 second history, Uh, maybe even less. (laughs) Um, Don't hate me if you hated history in school like I did because I I don't know. But 
The term gaslighting came from a 1938, I believe, play and then a 1944 movie adaptation called Gaslight. In this movie and play, a husband uses his manipulative nature to convince his wife that she suffers from mental illness by dimming the gas-powered lights in their home and convincing her that she is hallucinating. Kind of scary, but hence gaslight. (laughs) So gaslighting can come from any person in your life. It doesn't just have to be a romantic partner. Like for me, my gaslighter is, I love you, Nick. You are not my gaslighter. He is not my husband. Uh, My gaslighter is not my husband. So it can come from any type of relationship. So generally, uh, there are six techniques that a gaslighter can use to manipulate them. You. But I don't know what word I was trying to say, but they can use to manipulate you. Um, I'm going to read all six, like list them out and then go into detail. So they are countering, withholding, trivializing, denial, diverting, and stereotyping. So countering number one. This is when the gaslighter makes you question your memory or your recollection of an event. For example, are you sure? Uh, do you are you remembering that accurately? And then you know maybe if it's quite you're you're questioned enough, you start to second guess yourself. Like maybe I am not remembering that accurately. Maybe I'm not sure about it. Stand in your truth and know that you are remembering it accurately. Excuse me, I got the burps. <laughs> uh, number two, withholding. This is refusing to engage in a conversation with you. The person will pretend they don't understand you or what you're saying in order to not have to respond to you. And their example was, quote, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't understand. So the person will pretend that they are confused by what you're saying and don't know, like, like, that you're speaking another language, basically, in order to like push whatever they were doing under the rug, you know? So number three, trivializing. In this situation, the gaslighter disregards or belittles your words and or your feelings. They may tell you that you're being too sensitive and overreacting when your feelings are actually valid. Um, This for me was the biggest way I have been gaslighted. Um, According to my gaslighter, I'm always too dramatic. I'm so sensitive. I just need to calm down and everything with me is such a big deal. Just relax. And in reality, I am being gaslighted by toxic behavior and I'm responding to it. And as is my right, as long as I do it respectively and healthily, which is something I have learned through therapy, which we'll get in later. But uh, number one, two, three, four, we're on. Uh, apparently counting is hard for me today. <laughs> Four, denial. They will pretend to forget events or how the event happened, and they will deny having said or done the things that they did or accuse you of making it up. Um, number five is diverting. They will change the conversation's focus or question your credibility. And an example of that is, oh, you just got that crazy idea from your friend. So many things are wrong with that. 
one, they're disregarding what they did and calling it crazy. That's not okay either, is it? And lastly, stereotyping. This is the intentional use of negative stereotypes about a person's gender, race, sexuality, age, etc. Any of those things that like are unfortunately associated with stereotypes a lot of the time, that can be used against you. For example, you're crazy because you're a woman. That kind of thing. Um, I was always told I should I everything was something I had to handle or you should just do it yourself and kind of like, oh, that's a woman's job type of thing. And um, I whatever works in your home, in your life, if everyone's happy, do it. But in my house, um, me and my husband mostly agree, but um, it's, we're partners. We're an equal part of a whole, the two of us. So none, neither one of us is better than the other. No one has more clout or like no one's too big to handle stuff. So we, we have our designated things, but we're a part of a whole. Um, so stereotyping, that just, it sucks. Stereotypes suck. <laughs> That's what I have to say. Um, so in case I didn't say it explicitly, but here it is. Gaslighting is a form of abuse. I, actually, I did say it in their definition, but in my opinion, it's mental abuse. And that is just so unfortunate. And we are going to learn how to uh, identify the type of relationship you could be gaslighted in, which is coming up next. And then how do we respond? So first, let's go through the types of relationships that gaslighting can be found in. So the first one, your intimate partner. So romantic type of relationship. In this situation, the partner can accuse you of being irrational in order to achieve isolation, undercut your confidence, and make you easier to control. That's abusive. Um, They will make you feel crazy that your worth comes from how you are with them and not internally, but you have self-worth. And don't let that uh, seep into your brain. You are a beautiful person and you deserve to live your truth. Uh, The next one is the child-parent relationship. In this situation, uh, the type of gaslighting will be uh, a sort of control, and they will gaslight in order to gain that control and shame their child. The child in this situation is often told that they are too sensitive and their feelings are belittled and they are not remembering events correctly. So that kind of puts... Like at least three of the six techniques a gaslighter can use kind of into one little ugly, horrible package for you to, you know, perceive. So that might be the way you experience it if your parent um, has done this to you. Um, Medical gaslighting. That was something I learned about. I did not know medical gaslighting was a thing. It was very interesting to read about. So... What medical gaslighting means is that a medical professional dismisses a health concern due to assuming the person has mental health issues and their symptoms are, quote, all in their head. To me, sorry guys, if you hear me flipping my paper, that is a little scary because that could be uh, an a actual physical problem being misdiagnosed and that can be pretty scary. Um, 
which I, I understand, like, I know I have physical reactions to stress and anxiety. Don't get me wrong. Those, that is totally valid. And I, most of the time, if you are dealing with that, that can be fixed with certain things. But if something else is going on, that's pretty scary to not be taken seriously. Um, they, this website cites a study where coronary heart disease was attributed to mental health conditions instead of the medical diagnosis twice as often in women than in men. And I, I wrote, what? Like, that's scary. Like medical, or excuse me, heart disease is a really big killer of women. It's a super scary thing that women deal with because it presents so subtly. It's not as often as, or sorry, as obvious as it often is in men. So to have it attributed to your mental health and not your actual heart is a little scary. Uh, The next type is racial gaslighting. Their example was people criticizing activists as being overly emotional to detract from the message they're trying to get across. That's so, uh, that's so saddening. If no matter what, if your message is positive and it brings light into the world, it should be out there and it should be heard. So we should be respectful of everyone all of the time, as long as they are being, you know, just good. If it's good, listen. Um, Political gaslighting. Uh, This is when a politician or political group denies, lies, or changes and manipulates situations to control people. That's also pretty scary because our political system is what governs our country and we are relying as uh, on them as a a people and a, a resident of this nation to do the best for everyone and do what's right. And if this is happening, that's pretty, that's gaslighting on like a national level. Like that's terrifying. And lastly is institutional gaslighting. This is when an organization may hide information or paint a whistleblower as mentally ill to hide the problems of their company. So uh, I'm like, I guess I'm naive. (laughs) I'm too hopeful in the world. I'm too soft maybe sometimes, but I like to think that, you know, a majority of us out there are going to be honest and good and one don't, we shouldn't have the need to gaslight in the first place. But like, I always think that if you mess up, whether you're an individual or a CEO of an entire company and everyone's following you, like whatever, any problem can be totally fixed. Any mistake can be acknowledged. And in my opinion, if you mess up and you come to me and you're like, listen, I messed up, I'm going to have so much respect for you that you acknowledged it, you noticed it, and you're doing right by it. And I feel like a lot of people would agree with that. So if you're a company, be nice. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) But Oh, okay. This is a this is a big topic. I really uh I'm really passionate about this one. So, so what are the signs that you are being gaslighted? This is this was really uh important at least in helping me realize like, hey, I'm totally being gaslighted. Um so the list is constantly feeling like you're second guessing yourself having difficulty making decisions, questioning if you really are just too sensitive, 
withdrawing, feeling like you have to constantly, excuse me, apologize. Goodness, I can't talk today to your abuser. That's something I felt like I had to do a lot was apologize to the person abusing me when in reality, I, that was not what I was having to do in that situation, which always apologize if you're wrong, but that's not what this is. It's entirely different. Um, defending your abuser's behavior to other people, lying to people close to you to avoid having to make excuses, which is very similar. And lastly, overall feeling like you are hopeless, that you lack joy, you are worthless or stupid. That just breaks my heart. Because, you know, I like, I know I've been in that place where I had no hope or joy and I felt like I just wasn't worth anything. Um, I'm here to tell you that you are. Whether, if I'm the only person that tells you that today, listen to me because I like to think I'm decently in the know. And I may not know you, but I think you are full of worth and you are not stupid. Every person is here for a reason. And you are beautiful because you are here and you exist. And that's all, all that matters. Um, so overall, gaslighting can present in a person as anxiety, depression, and psychological trauma. So let's get in the meat and potatoes. We already got some meat and potatoes. Let's finish it. How do we respond to the people gaslighting us? They're... Uh, one of their suggestions was to gather evidence. This was not something I felt for my personal gaslighting experience that I needed to do, but may help you. Uh, gather evidence. Uh, they say this, that this will help you establish patterns to help you know that you are not making anything up. So if their gaslighting way um, is to make you question and second guess everything, if you're writing everything down, what they said was to keep a diary or take pictures and voice memos. That way, not only if it gets to a point where hopefully this will never ever happen, but you are being abused and are in danger, you have this evidence. And it also serves just like a mental, like, oh, I don't know, like confirmation for you that you definitely are not crazy. You are actually very truthful in what is happening to you. What helped me, which was another suggestion, was talking to a trusted person in your life or a counselor. So my way that I figured out, one, I was being gaslighted and how to respond with respect, but to cut them off, like I called it like putting a period at the end of a sentence, like no, period. You cannot talk to me like that. And it was doing it with respect and, and kindness. I learned that a lot through therapy. So... If you are ever, ever, ever feeling unsafe and you are in immediate danger, always call 911. Always, always. You keep yourself safe at all costs. But if you still feel like you need help but may not be in immediate danger, you can call the 24-7 Domestic Violence Hotline at 800-749-7233. You can also live chat at thehotline.org or text love is L O V E I S to 22522. Someone is always, always available to help. And do not be afraid. Getting help is there's no shame in it. Um, I know this is why I do this podcast because everyone, I feel like a lot of, not everyone, I almost said everyone, I don't want to put everyone in a box, but 
there's no shame in getting help for your mental health or for having been abused in any way. There's no shame in that. Let's gather together and change that stigma. Like you are so worthy and you have nothing to be embarrassed about. Never, ever. Again, gaslighting is abuse. It is mental abuse. There is no if, ands, or buts about it. So in case I wasn't, you know, oomphed enough, <laughs> this episode really, really means a lot to me because for a very, very long time, I was the victim of gaslighting and I didn't even know it. I didn't even know it. Like that's, it's so bonkers. But now that I am aware of what this is and what it means and how the person in my life was affecting me, I can set healthy boundaries with my gaslighter. Like that's so important. Boundaries are not mean or aggressive. They are not selfish. There's just because someone is in your life doesn't mean you have to be like constantly with them, be best friends and stuff like that. Like your self-preservation is important and you're living your truth. And as long as you are being a good person, set those boundaries. You can still see them if you need to, like at holidays or what have you, but you can, you can have that boundary and you can, there's ways out there to learn how to respond to people that gaslight. So I'll give it a personal example. Um, so I obviously, if I don't say it enough, I go to the gym. I sound like a meathead. Oh no. If you hear that, I'm sorry. My dogs are losing their minds. Someone's probably delivering a package or a dog walks by. There's one dog Lilo hates. His name's Rocky. It's like, I don't know what that dog did to her, but whatever. Anyway, <laughs> so my beefcake self goes to the gym, right? So I'll post on it on about it on social media. And my gaslighter was trying to say that, oh, they that that I get my abilities from them. And I my response to their comment on it was also hard work, period. Like, shut it down. Like, no, I go to the gym every day. I'm the one who fuels my body with the food that I do and puts in that time and effort and research and etc. And I'm the one performing. So no, you are not the reason I did this. I am. And that's not selfish. It may sound it. I know the way I said it sounded like very like, mm-hmm. But, but you know what? You are allowed to, mm-hmm. You, mm-hmm, you're gaslighter. Like, listen. You, but that's, it's healthy. Like, no, I, I worked really hard for this. Thank you. <laughs> it's, it's a boundary. It's, like I said, putting a period at the end of the sentence and... They didn't say anything to me, so I don't think they knew how to respond because, and that's perfect. That's exactly what you should do. It was not selfish. I cannot express that enough. So we are going to wrap up for today. So the positive thought and quote of today's episode, what are we going to say? I actually found two. You get a double whammy today, guys. So first quote is, they don't lie to you because the truth will hurt your feelings. They lie to you because the truth might provoke you to make the choices that won't serve their interests. Wow. That's, a, that's something, huh? At least I thought it was. So, um, 
I feel like people, especially gaslighters, because gaslighting, um, they will only want you in their life in the capacity that will benefit them. And you need to protect yourself and serve yourself in a healthy, beautiful way. And that is not selfish. You can still be the most kind, loving, giving, considerate, and all the other good words type of person in the world and still protect your energy and practice self-love. Self-love is not selfish, okay? So you go to the gym, you take a bubble bath, you read a book, you go for a long walk, you start a podcast about mental health, you do you boo-boo, and (laughs) is not selfish. And lastly, I want all of you to hear it once, and then say it, and I will start you start us off. And I'm going to say this. I owe myself the biggest apology for putting up with what I didn't deserve. So everyone listening, you put that in your brain, and you tell yourself, I'm sorry for putting up with things I didn't deserve. I'm going to say it to me. Self, I'm sorry. You deserved better from me. Your turn. And you deserve it. You, I believe in you and whoever did this stuff to you. I'm sorry that you have ever had to go through that. You deserve a beautiful, wonderful life. And I hope you guys have a wonderful, whatever time of the day it is that you're listening to me babble for 25 plus minutes. I love you. You are amazing. You take the fuel out of that gas lamp and don't let them do that to you anymore. Have a wonderful, wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, night, middle of the night, whatever. I love you. Thank you so much for listening, and I will bark at you next time.